You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And hello, hello, good folks. Welcome back to another edition of On Point with Victor. Uh, you are tuned into America's Web Radio and uh, so glad that you are listening today. Uh, I am so glad to be back. Uh, as many of you know, uh, I was out last week and hopefully you enjoyed the best of Victor. Uh, I had a great time last week. I'll actually touch on that <laughs> a little bit. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm getting things, I'm getting faces here in studio. Uh, but if you're, uh, tuned in, uh, if you want to see uh, what's going on here in studio, uh, tune in to, uh, America's Web Radio on YouTube. Go to YouTube. Look up America's Web Radio page, live page, and you'll see us live. Uh, you can go to Facebook, and you can see me live there as well. Uh, or you can do it the old-fashioned way and just stream it right on your phone or whatever device you're using today and uh, stream it at americaswebradio.com. Uh, again, this is On Point with Victor. I am Victor. This is the next evolutionary step in talk radio. Um, you are listening to... Uh, common sense and logic radio. That's what you're going to get here. I approach uh, all kinds of topics going on in the world, and I approach it with common sense and logic. I do not approach it from the lens of a D or the lens of an R. Um, I am not married to a D or to an R, uh, and, and by that I mean the Democrat Party or the Republican Party. Uh, you know, it. it I, I say that because – it's it's I run into it seems like no matter where I am, I run into people who just can't let go of the letter D or they can't let go of the letter R. And it's funny when you talk to people about the letter R, you know, it, it right now you look at the, the letter D in the Democrat Party and they're very on the outside. They're unified because so many people who consider themselves Democrats do not realize where today's Democrat Party is taking them. Now, when you go to Washington and you go you go look at the swamp or you go step into that swamp in Washington and you look at the Democrat Party there, uh, there's some fractions going on. There, There is a war, an internal war going on that you'll never hear about. And the media is never going to report that there is problems in the Democrat Party. Uh, it's quite funny. They're just going to ignore it. But uh, believe you me, um, I've got a contact or two, uh, reliable sources and, uh, the Democrat party is, is, is in, it's got some fractions. Let's just put it that way. Uh, and you don't even need some of the sources that I have, um, or other people that you may hear on the radio to, to know that there's a problem developing in the Democrat party. Uh, and that's in Washington. Now, outside of Washington, like I was mentioning before, when you're in everyday life and everyday world and you're uh, you're just out and about and and you talk to different people who consider themselves Democrat, uh, so many of them that do not know or do not realize where the party's taking them. And then if you tell them, a lot of them are so attached to the letter D that they don't let facts get into their way or they don't let facts enter the paradigm that they have of the Democrat Party. Uh, it, it, it's, it's crazy to me, but every now and then I'll come across someone who's been a, a Democrat for a long time and they actually are noticing and realizing that the Democrat party has left them. Uh, the, for instance, uh, this past weekend, uh, on Sunday evening, I had to go to a graduation party 
and I met someone there who is a lifelong Democrat and still considers themselves a Democrat. And when I asked them about, you know, right now we have historical unemployment, we have Hispanic unemployment at historical rates, we have black unemployment at the lowest rates in history, we have more women employed, uh, the, I mean, almost record number of women being employed. Uh, we have GDP soaring beyond 3%. Uh, this is going to be consistent now, but, but the GDP is over three, 3% and we're headed to even more. Uh, and for eight years, we were told that wouldn't happen. For eight years under Obama, we were told we wouldn't hit 2.5, let alone three and beyond. And we're doing it. So I asked this Democrat, this person who's a Democrat, uh, what do they think about those things? And they were, in a, in a weird way, troubled. And I don't mean they were troubled, but they did they weren't happy with what's going on. In fact, they were telling me they were troubled because of what is happening. They can't deny it. You cannot look at what's going on in today's world uh, in the United States and deny the roaring economy. You can't deny that there's been a policy change. You can't deny that for the past two and a half going on three years, we've had a major policy shift in the land of economics. We have gone from record people on welfare to record people coming off of welfare. We have gone from the record number of Americans out of work to a record number of Americans in the workforce and going into the workforce. That cannot be denied. And you cannot go with a with a certain policy trail for eight years, come out of that and reverse course with complete different policies for three years and have these results and think that the last the previous eight years had anything to do with it. So in my talking with this with this person who is a still considers themselves a Democrat, this is what troubled them. Because they couldn't sit there and, and tell me that the, these good things were not happening. They acknowledged it. In fact, they are in a type of work, and I'm not giving away too much here because I don't want to give away who this person is. But they're in a line of work where they can see the consumer confidence level going up. They can see what's happening on the financial markets. They can see what's happening on the economic front. So even though they're a Democrat, they are having to understand and realize and admit that things are better today, that you are better off today than you were three years ago. That is huge for a Democrat to be able to look at me and, and acknowledge that. So I commend this person for saying that because they still, in the same conversation, told me that they're a Democrat and that they still don't like the way Trump conducts himself or they don't like some of the tweets or they don't like some of the way he will fire back when he's attacked. But all of those things are surface issues. And this is what I told my new Democrat friend. When you talk about Trump's personality or you don't like his tweets, or you don't like these, these are these things that uh, you just, you can find, you can nitpick and say you don't like about Trump. Our personality issues, these are surface issues. None of those issues are going to, are putting money in or taking money from someone's wallet. Um, and, 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 None of these issues are going to help a family take care of their family or their extended family. None of those surface issues are going to do a thing for your budgeting when you're having to budget or for your, if you're seeking a job, if you're coming out of college and looking for a job. 
Trump's personality, Trump's tweets, none of that is going to make a damn bit of difference in your quest to better yourself or your quest to climb that career ladder. What is going to make a difference are policies. Policies matter, and Trump's policies are working, and that's where you have to separate. You've got to be able to separate, and this is why I say don't be married to a D and don't be married to an R because, look, I, I'll get to the Republicans in a minute. And those of you who are, who are veteran listeners to my show know that I am no friend of the establishment Republicans. But but right now, since I had this new Democrat friend and she was telling me she's still a Democrat and she's still going to be a Democrat, she at least would acknowledge that the policies under Trump are working and that going into 2020, when you've got socialist Bernie Sanders, you've got Joe Bite Me Biden, who is also pushing the same socialism, uh, socialistic programs that Bernie's pushing. It's just Biden tries to hide it more. So you've got 70-plus-year-old white guy Biden on the leading the Democrat way. You've got Sanders right behind him, another white guy. And the only reason I emphasize that is because the Democrat Party is always on a daily basis convincing you that white men are bad, white men are evil. Uh, but yet they're uh, climbing over themselves to uh, and can't wait to put a white guy Democrat in the office. So I guess if you're a Democrat, it's okay to be a white guy. But if you're not a Democrat, it's not okay to be a white guy. I, I mean, it's amazing to me how that works. The hypocrisy there is amazing. But uh, but anyway, let me get back to my friend who's a, my new friend who's Democrat, who who at least acknowledged going into 2020 that as much as she wants to say she doesn't like Trump and the way he does things, she's probably going to have to vote for him. So this is what I'm getting at. You should be able to go into an election and look at policies and look at and be honest with 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 yourself, because if you know you're doing better, your wallet's doing better, your family's doing better. Life in general is better for you right now. You're going to have to divorce the letter D and vote where the, let's just say, make the logical vote of 2020. Because you cannot sit back. Well, I shouldn't say you cannot because there's going to be plenty of, plenty of people out there who are going to go and vote for socialist Bernie or socialist uh, Biden or socialist Kamala Harris or socialist uh, Robert Robert O'Rourke or socialist Booker, um, they will vote for these any of these candidates because they can't let go of the letter D, and and this is where it just doesn't make logical sense. So uh, I, we're gonna you know I'm gonna go ahead and take the first break here and give you a minute to process that. Uh, we will be right back. Don't you go anywhere. Uh, this is going to be a short break. We'll be right back. You're listening to America's Web Radio. This is On Point with Victor.
And welcome back. We are back here on America's Web Radio. This is On Point with Victor. And thank you so much again for listening. Uh, we, we get more and more listeners every week, and I can't thank you enough. Uh, and I, I just want to continue to say, please go to YouTube and find the America's Web Radio page. Uh, you can watch live right there. Subscribe to the page. It really helps us out. Uh, and you can, uh, you can watch me live. Uh, and we should be live on Facebook. You can watch us there as well. Um, we are also, if you are out there and you're sitting and going, Hey, I would like to sit and uh, bounce some questions off of Victor, or I would like to. Hour here and, and interest some people with your hour of talk. Uh, if you want to do that. You reach out to us, yeah, gm at americaswebradio.com, gm at americaswebradio.com. That is the email. Reach out to us. And again, if you want to sit in with me, if you want to challenge me, if you want to debate with me, or if you just want to come in and talk with me, or if you're an establishment Republican and you love Romney and you want to come in and tell me why, then, then uh, by all means, uh, reach out. The email is gm at americaswebradio.com. Uh, if you want to tell me why socialism is so awesome and you can't wait to have it, then I really want you to email. Uh, actually, you can email me directly at victor at americaswebradio.com, victor at americaswebradio.com. Uh, also, if you're out there with your business, uh, we do take sponsorships. Uh, you know, this week we don't do this radio show for free. Uh, so if you're looking for sponsorship, you can also give us a call. Uh, or, uh, or email us at the gmail at americaswebradio.com, gmail at americaswebradio.com, or pick up the phone and dial 470-223-4979. That is the phone number here to the station. So, all right, let's move on. You know, I opened up uh, telling you guys that I, I'm glad to be back, so I guess I should tell you where I went. Uh, so last week, Went on the first uh, major cruise, and by that I mean more than a three-day cruise and, and a cruise on a big ship. Uh, last week, uh, myself and my uh, the better half, <laughs> we went uh, on a Royal Caribbean cruise, and I tell you, it was fantastic. Uh, we went to, uh, let's see, uh, the first stop was in Bahamas, an island that the Royal Caribbean bought, and I believe they I'm going to forget the name. Uh, anyway, it was an island that Rural, Rural Caribbean uh, bought, and uh, we that's the first stop, and it's a big water park, and it was just amazing. Uh, fun water slides, and, and it, what a great time that was. And then we went on to St. Thomas, and St. Thomas was nice, um, but I'll tell you this. The people there, they, they weren't um, 
they just, maybe they were having a bad day, but they were kind of rude. The taxi drivers were rude. They, they weren't all that happy. It didn't seem uh, that they were all that happy to have the people coming in, spending the money there that were coming in to spend the money there. So, uh, but St. Thomas, it has its nice areas. I mean, it was a pretty, pretty place. Um, we went to Megan's beach was apparently is rated uh, as one of the top 10 beaches in the world. I got to tell you, I've seen better. Um, uh, in the words of, uh, a very good friend of mine's mother, I've seen better. I don't know what the big talk is about. You know, uh, it, it, don't get me wrong. Megan's beach is a beautiful beach. It was really nice. Uh, it was, it was, it's, it's kind of surrounded by mountains. Uh, it's, it's, it, it almost, I guess, kind of looks like, uh, maybe a little snippet of the French Riviera in a way, but, uh, I, it, like I said, I, I've seen better. In fact, when we left St. Thomas, we went to St. Martin and I got it. St. Martin is outstanding. What a awesome, awesome, beautiful place. Uh, and, and I must clarify, and, and, and this is the reason why I'm going, I'm going to go into a little detail here because I'm going to bring this back to what's going on today. Um, so if you are not familiar, familiar with St. Martin, the island of St. Martin is divided into two, basically two countries. Um, you have an island that's, uh, gosh, it's this, the radius of this island is, I want to say, I don't even know if it's 50 miles. I know it's pretty small, but half of this, uh, I take that back. It's, it might be about a hundred, but anyway, that's not the important part. The important part is the island of St. Martin. So you've got St. Martin, which is M-A-A-R-T-N and it's Dutch controlled. It, it is a, this half or this actually less than half of the island is, run by the Netherlands. The other half is run by the French, the France. Um, the Dutch half is where all the excitement was go- going on. That's where the major airport is. That's where commerce is going on. There are shops after shop after shops. Uh, the beaches were beautiful. The area, uh, was just, it's, it's just, it's just a pretty area. Um, and again, just a vibrant economy going on. Uh, and of course it's all tourism, but they were welcoming. They couldn't wait for you to get a step foot on that Island. They couldn't wait to take you around the Island. They, the taxi cab drivers, not only were they driving you, they were giving uh, just good narration of the Island and the history of the Island. And it was really neat to see um, the beaches were great. Uh, we went to, of course, the famous, uh, and I'm going to forget the name of this beach, uh, but it's uh, the beach where the airplanes fly in and you could actually sit on the beach and look up and you feel like you can touch the airplanes. They come in so low. Uh, it was the most amazing thing I think I've ever seen uh, standing there. And, and if you want to see some of the pictures, I'll post some later on Instagram. So if you go to Radio Victor on Instagram, Radio Victor on Instagram, uh, you'll see some of these pictures. I'll post of a, a big Delta jet that came in and some other jets. Uh, just amazing, amazing how close they come to the beach. But anyway, let me get to why visiting St. Martin last week put me in a full radio prep mode for this week's show because we have so much today going on. And so, uh, in fact, there was a poll released today that showed four out of 10 Americans embrace socialism. Four out of 10 Americans want socialism. That's what the latest Gallup poll showed. And this just baffles my mind 
to an extent, because when I really think about it, when you look at the uh, educational system we have controlled by the federal government, which is ridiculous, and you've heard me speak about this before, uh, when you've got a Department of Education that's pumping out material that goes into the state schools and the county schools, and they're just teaching socialism, they're teaching uh, um, collectivism. I, I mean, it's, it's, all of this has been by design. So when I think about that, it shouldn't be any surprise to people to see a, a poll come out today that says four out of 10 Americans embracing socialism. And then you look at today's Democrat party. They call themselves progressives because they're not yet ready to use the word socialism. But if you listen real closely to people like, uh, Cortez or Talib or Omar or, uh, Bernie Sanders, the word socialism starting to get tossed out there. In fact, Bernie Sanders the other day was making a joke about, I cannot remember it off the top of my head, but he was, he, he was basically saying, bring on the, the socialism. Uh, so the veil is coming off. Um, and, and, and the last thing we want to do in this country is go down the socialism road. And I'm afraid that we're headed that way. Uh, but let me bring this back to St. Martin. So as I was telling you, half of the island is French and half of it is Dutch. And on the Dutch side, you see a vibrant, mo- booming economy. People are nice. They, they, they understand that their livelihood depends on the people that are visiting that island. And they were being nice. They couldn't wait to greet you when you stepped on the island. And everywhere I went, it was just, it, we were welcomed. Now contrast that to the French side. The French side is uh, under French socialism. In fact, they call it the, the collective side of the island. Uh, I mean, it's, it was amazing to me to see the difference. Um, the GDP on the Dutch side, now mind you, the Dutch side is all of 39 miles. That's the, the space that is St. Martin on the Dutch side of that island. Their GDP is over three times the GDP of the French side. Now, the French side of the island is about 61% of the island. Now, you heard that right. The Dutch side has a GDP over three times greater than the GDP coming out on the French side. But yet the French side has more land, more people, more this, more that. But the biggest difference here, you've got the French side, which is living under socialism, collective socialism, and whatever name they're calling it today. Versus the Netherlands side, which the Dutch, they, when they, the type of government they have there is, is, it's almost statism, uh, because they are allowing a, a form of democracy to run the Dutch side of the island. So St. Martin. So on the other side, which is run by the French, is socialist. So, we were in a taxi and we're talking with the taxi driver and she's, she's telling us about um, recovering from the hurricane because in 2017 they got hit pretty hard by uh, Hurricane Irma. Um, she was telling us about the jobs. If you live on the Dutch side, you have to work if you want to have a living. If you want food on the table, you're going to work. If you want a roof over your head, you're going to work. And the good thing is, is there are jobs to be had because they, they're flourishing with the tourism and they use more of a capitalistic society uh, allowing stores to come in duty free. All of uh, St. Martin on the Dutch side is duty free. So there's stores after stores. They've got a mile, in fact, one area, uh, fr- I believe it's called Frontage Road. It's a mile of stores. 
Uh, and these are American, of course, a lot of them are American stores. Tommy Hilfiger, uh, a lot of the watch companies, uh, just store after store after store. Uh, this is the type of what you see, hustle and bustle of, of shopping of an industry going on on the Dutch side. And so I was talking to this cab driver and we we're talking about that. And she was saying, you know, there, there, we, we have jobs. We move up. We try to move around in the tourism because that's where the jobs are, but we earn money and we make a living. Now you compare that to the French side where still today there are people living in houses on the French side, government houses with no roof. The roofs were knocked off from the hurricane from 2017, and the government, the socialized government, still has not gotten over to repair these houses. And these people are sitting around waiting on the government to come repair their government house because they're on government subsidies. There's a lack, a huge lack of jobs on the French side. Now, why is that? That's your socialism, ladies and gentlemen. You cannot blame Donald Trump because the French side of the island is run by social, socialism. Uh, and, and you look at the Dutch side. I, 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 I'm having trouble putting it in words, what I saw. And I would just encourage, if you guys are out there looking for a vacation to take, then why don't you put St. Martin on your list and head over to that island and look at a bustling Dutch side versus a socialistic collectivism uh, people without jobs, people waiting for a roof to be repaired over their heads on the French side. It's striking. Uh, I mean, I, it's, it's just amazing, folks. And, and to see it firsthand and, and it, it, it even really brings it home when, when I see that and then come back here and then the first headline I see today is four out of 10 people, four out of 10 Americans embrace socialism that four out of 10 Americans are welcoming and want socialism. That tells me they don't know what they're asking for because they're being told and they've been taught. And I, and I, and I, I don't know what the age group was in this Gallup poll, but I'll bet you it was a bunch of millennials. I'll bet you it was a bunch of high school students coming into college right now uh, with a few maybe current uh, college graduates, but I'll bet you that was the, the age range. Because they're in these, you know, colleges today, high schools, all the way down to elementary schools. They're being taught that collectivism is the way to go. Socialism is the way to go. And, but they're being taught a sugar-coated version. They're being taught revisionist history. They're not being told the destruction that socialism leaves behind. They're not being shown Venezuela. They're not being told about the island of St. Martin, where you've got one part of the island that's non-socialist thriving and the socialist part of the island that is not thriving. So maybe, maybe if, if the people today, maybe those, the, that 40%, that, that those four out of 10, maybe if they knew what socialism was because they don't believe Venezuela, socialism takes Venezuela down. Um, they probably don't have no idea of half of the island of St. Martin being run by socialists and that and the despair that they're in. They probably don't know these things about socialism. So when you're uninformed or you're misinformed, you, you're going to go with it. You're going with the crowd, which is, I think, what they're doing because they think it's cool to go with Bernie Sanders. So we're going to our next break. You hang tight. We'll be right back. We'll see you on the other side of this break. Hold tight. You're listening to On Point with Victor. This is America's Web Radio. Your auto love. 
love and investment demands the best. And for 45 years, Passport Transport has been meeting those demands. From manufacturers to the one-car collectors and all other facets of the auto industry and antique auto hobby. The first and the finest with unequaled service and peace of mind. Passport Transport, your auto transportation company. Contact PassportTransport.com with your need today. Passport Transport. Perhaps you are... struggling to cope with the disease of addiction. If not, you probably know a family member or friend that needs help in battling the cravings and the personal and professional damage done by the effects of drugs or alcohol. Get a pen and paper and be ready to write down the following. These are the issues that the trained staff at the Atlanta Healing Center address and treat every day. Their doctors and counselors with over 40 years of practice in the field of addiction can treat the suffering individual in a thoughtful, compassionate, and experienced manner and guide him or her along the path to recovery. So call 770-696-9862 and speak to a knowledgeable staff member about how you or your loved one can be helped to enjoy a better and healthier life. More information is also available on the website at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. Get your pen and paper ready. If there is a move in your near future, I'm here to tell you that the folks I used and now recommend is around town movers. Timothy and the guys recently moved me, and I am and was totally satisfied with a sometimes not-so-fun experience moving. Call Timothy at 770-378-4708 and make it a good move and a good experience. Around town movers for that local or cross-country move. Timothy, around town movers, in my opinion, are the best. That's around town movers. Call them. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome back to On Point with Victor. I am Victor, and thank you so much for listening. I want to jump right back into the discussion. You know, one thing uh, I want to go ahead and point out, I had a, you know, I, I love hearing from listeners. And I encourage listeners to uh, to challenge me. Uh, you can you can hit me live on Facebook. You can get me on Instagram. You can respond on the America's Web Radio page uh, on uh, YouTube. Uh, the best way is live on Facebook and and through Instagram because I can see that happening right now as I do the show. Uh, I can multitask sometimes, uh, but I have a listener down. I believe this listener is down in Florida who uh, made a very, very good point. So I want to I wanna just reiterate what the listener uh, just told me uh, from Florida. Uh, so the listener from Florida says, this is simple. The economy is about jobs, 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 jobs. So look at it this way. Think about all your friends. How many of your friends are gainfully employed? How many of your friends are doing what they want to do? So how many of your friends today out there are doing the, the job they want to do, or maybe they've moved up to the job they want to do. Maybe they've moved over to a job they want to do. Uh, maybe they're trying a new career right now. 
just because the opportunity's there. And what the caller uh, astutely pointed out was, was this the case three, four, or five years ago? Three, four, five years ago, could you had stopped what you were doing and switched careers? Could you have taken the leap over to the job that you wanted to do or maybe a job you've had your eye on? Could you have done that? Were all your friends gainfully employed? Could you say that three, four, five years ago? And, 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 you know, when you're talking about, at least I'll expand on this, you're talking about where your friends gainly employ, you know, your friends, family, you know, if, if you reached out, you could eight, I mean, I'm sorry, three, four, five, six plus years ago, it wouldn't take long for you to find, get to the person who was jobless or looking for a job or just gave up looking. Uh, so that's the point here. And that's what I mean about divorcing the letter D and even the letter R. You go with policy, folks. You got to take care of you. You've got to take care of your family. If you can take care of you and then you can take care of your family, then you know what? You can take care of your friends if they need help. You can take care of extended family if they need help. You can take care of the charity of your choice because you'll have the power to do so. But you can't do that. If you can't make a living for yourself, if you can't make a living for yourself and you can't make a living for your family, how are you going to help everyone else? Because let me tell you something, the governor's not, the government is not going to do it as well as you can. That's what you've got to understand. The government can run around and prance around and tell you that they're going to take, 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 take. And they'll look at you and tell you they're going to take from that guy and they're going to take from that lady and they're going to take from that person and they're going to take from that person. Oh, but they're not going to take it from you. No, 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 no. You're the protected class. We're not going to take from you. We're going to take from them and them and them. And then we're going to redistribute it. And then it comes, you come to find out soon, or you will come to find out, they are dipping in your pocket. Oh, they're taking from you. They're taking from you just as fast as they can get it from anyone else. And when you talk about the protected class, let me tell you, who the real protected classes are. Ask yourself this. When was the last time a Democrat came out and blasted Hollywood for making too much money? When was the last time they pointed out an actor who got $50 million to say a few lines on the, uh, on the movie screen? When was the last time they said, you know, we need to cap royalties. We need to put a cap for royalties. When was the last time you heard any, any Democrat say, you know what? That sports figure, he's running down the field catching a ball. We need to cap that salary. Or that sports figure is running down the field kicking a ball or throwing a ball. Any, anyone in the sports industry, when is the last time you heard a Democrat say we needed to cap their salary? Or we needed to cap their sponsorship money? There are athletes making 50 million plus a year or two years. They're signing these contracts for millions and millions and millions of dollars. And sometimes they end up sitting on the bench because they might have an injury or unforeseen injury. When was the last time a Democrat said, we need to cut that? We need to put a cap on that. No. Never is the answer. You won't hear them say that. You won't hear Democrats go after Hollywood. You won't hear them go after the sports industry. You won't hear them go after the recording industry. That's a whole nother one. 
the recording industry. You're not going to see him go after that industry. And why? I know you're sitting there going, well, why, Victor? Tell us, tell us. Because they're the protected rich class. They're the elitist protected class that every socialist government or today's Democrat party, they need those people. That's who they're going to to fill their campaign coffers. That's who they're going to when they get into politics to do favors for so that money is thrown their way. Because when you're Bernie Sanders and you've never worked a private sector job in your life, all you've done is is live off the taxpayer, but somehow you're a millionaire today. Well, that's because you've got Hollywood. You've got the sports industry. You've got uh, the recording industry. You've got these people to run around and give you all the money you ask for. I mean, just look at what's going on in the state of Georgia right now with the movie industry one after another. Oh, we're not going to come film in Georgia anymore. We're not going to act in Georgia anymore because they had the audacity to pass. And look, ladies and gentlemen, I did not support the bill that passed. The, the, I, I wasn't a, I'm not a supporter of much of anything that has to do with abortion on either side. That's why you're not going to hear me talk about it much because I don't want government that strong and that had to have that much influence over, over people. Um, but let's, I'm not even going to get into that discussion. I'm going to stop myself right there. But the point is, is that there was some legislation done that really won't change anything when it comes down to it because Roe versus Wade is the law law of the land. And if it ever went away, then the states would take back control. And you're, you've got states in this that are never going to change anything with abortion. So that's all I'm going to say about that topic. But basically – when you get back, you've got people in the industry and in the film industry that are threatening the state of Georgia because they don't like the way things are going in Georgia. Look, none of them live here. So we should just look at them and say, fine, go elsewhere. Go pay your high taxes because the reality is they're going to film here and they're going to film in the places in the south because they're going to go where, where there's the least amount of taxes because they don't want to pay them. And this is why I'm telling you they're the protective class. This is why you don't see Democrats running around threatening to put caps on the salaries of sports figures or the salaries of recording people or the salaries of the, um, the, the, uh, I think I said the sports industry. I'm getting ahead of myself here, folks. I, I'm not getting angry. I'm just getting passionate. Uh, but, but you get my point because you're not hearing them go after any of those people. Oh no, they go after the oil industry. They go after corporations they go after all those people. That's the money they want to take and redistribute, but they want to leave alone their buddies in Hollywood. They want to leave alone their buddies in the sports industry. They want to leave alone their buddies in the recording industry. And this is what I mean about protective class. So if you're sitting there thinking that socialism isn't coming for you, that the high taxes aren't coming for you, they're just going for the other guy, then you're sadly mistaken, and you only need to look at history. You only need to look at – go way back in history. When the first income tax was was put forth or taxation in general was was put forth in this country. Now, we do have to have a form of taxation. Of course we do. But we don't need the system we have now. But when you go back in history and you look at what politicians did, well, they came out and said, hey, look, we're going to we're going to have to have a tax rate here of three percent. But don't you worry, you peasants over here, because we're only going to go to this little group of rich people over here. And well, how long did that last? Before everybody is paying 
3% and then some. And that was in the, like I said, you go way back in history of this country to, to find those tax rates. But the point is, even back then, you had politicians saying, oh, we're not coming for you. We're just going for them. But then as you progress through history, not going for you became them. And we, it just went on and on and got worse and worse. And, and that's when you, we got to the seventies where we had 70 to 90% tax rates and an economy that was completely stalled out. So I, I could go on and on and on. And again, I, I get a little passionate. Uh, I, I'm not getting angry. So don't take, take me the, the, the wrong way. Not mad at you guys. I just want to get the point across of the hypocrisy that comes from the left. And, and that's why I always try and use these examples and ask you to sit back and really think about it. How you, you always hear politicians going after the oil industry or going after some type of corporation. We must tax financial transactions now. This is what Bernie Sanders wants to do now. He wants to tax transactions on the financial area. I mean, it's just, it's never stops. And if you listen to Buddha judge the other day or Buddha Jay or, or mayor Pete the other night, he wants an all out wealth tax. Now this is nothing new folks. The Democrat party has been pushing a wealth tax since the bill Clinton years. And that's basically saying, if you've got a pool of money that you were, you were smart enough to save, you were smart enough to put an account over here and save some money. Well, the Democrat Party, according to Buttigieg and Clintons and the rest of them, Sanders, they think they're entitled to go into your savings and just take 15, 20 percent. Who knows what the number will be? That money that you had the audacity to save after paying your taxes, you had the audacity to put money aside and save anyway. Now they want to come after that. And if you think I'm kidding, go, go do a little Google search or well, I don't, I try to stay away from Google, but you can do a duck, duck, go search or you can do your Google search and search wealth tax, search Pete Buttigieg, Mayor Pete wealth tax or Bill Clinton wealth tax. You'll see what I'm talking about. I don't make this stuff up, folks. I just tell you like it is. I, like I said, this is on point with Victor common sense and logic radio. So, I mean, you've got, you, you've got to be able to step back. And let logic rule the day. Let common sense enter back into your foray of thinking. Because if you're getting stuck on this socialism ride that they're trying to put us on and you're buying into this stuff, you're the one that's going to be hurt. You're going to be hurt worse than others. And uh, the class that the Democrats always say that they're protecting is usually the ones that they hurt the most. And if you don't believe me with that, go look at the minimum wage. Go look at the minimum wage where they're raising minimum wage in Seattle and in California, uh, across some of these liberal areas and liberal cities where they're raising the minimum wage. Who gets hurt, hurt the worst? The very people that they're talking about raising the wages on. Because when you raise the wage, that's raising the cost of doing business. So they, the business have to fire, end up firing and letting go the very people who are working for minimum wage or they cut back the hours. So you end up with less money. And again, you don't got to take my word for it. Go do some research. Go research results of the minimum wage hike, and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. So, all right, folks, we're going into another break. I know this is going by fast, uh, but Not we're fast. <laughs> going by fast. And uh, one reminder, what happens 
after this show? Oh, well, we do have uh, several things happen after this show. One thing being uh, we've got a great new show that's, uh, b- that will come on after my show, Locked and Loaded with Roger Bihar. You're going to want to tune into. Uh, and then, of course, you can always go and watch these shows again if you missed them live or if you just want to hear again what I said or what anyone else says. Uh, you can always go to America's Web Radio, the page on YouTube. Uh, but definitely That's tune in. It. And uh, we want to remind everybody to go to YouTube and subscribe. Subscribe, 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 subscribe. That's it. We'll be back with more of Victor right after this. This is Daryl Pullis inviting you to listen to America's Homegrown Veggie Show right here every Saturday morning at 10 Eastern Time. Great guests, great tips, and valuable information about growing your own vegetables, fruits, and herbs. Perhaps you are struggling to cope with the disease of addiction. If not, you probably know a family member or friend that needs help in battling the cravings and the personal and professional damage done by the effects of drugs or alcohol. Get a pen and paper and be ready to write down the following. These are the issues that the trained staff at the Atlanta Healing Center address and treat every day. Their doctors and counselors with over 40 years of practice in the field of addiction can treat the suffering individual in a thoughtful, compassionate, and experienced manner and guide him or her along the path to recovery. So call 770-696-9862 and speak to a knowledgeable staff member about how you or your loved one can be helped to enjoy a better and healthier life. More information is also available on the website at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. 45 years of experience is behind the most trusted name in auto transportation. Passport Transport, the first and finest today. That's why Passport Transport is the preferred auto transport for major auto manufacturers, concours, museums, tours, and collectors, and should be your choice from across the state to across the country. When you have the need, go to PassportTransport.com and enjoy the peace of mind referenced experience will give you. Passport Transport. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back. This is, uh, I, I'm off on the firing range. <laughs> this is On Point with Victor. I am Victor, and welcome back to America's Web Radio. Uh, okay, I, you know, I, I have a, I've got such great listeners. Uh, so another listener chimed in and <laughs> said that uh, uh, someone here in the studio has their hand up. That's very nice. I'm very appreciative. Um, I do have a listener that uh, just notified me that I think I had, that it looks like I had my facts wrong on the, the size of the island of uh, St. Martin. And I'm going to, so I'm going to have to check on that. It, it looks like, uh, I, I gave them more land than they have. Um, it, ladies and gentlemen, it, it's a small island. It's, um, uh, so I'm going to get that exactly right and I'll correct, uh, as I, I'm pretty sure that island is somewhere around 37, 40 miles in, in total. Uh, but I may have gotten it wrong, and I do not like to give you guys wrong information. And one thing I will do on this show, if I'm wrong and a caller can prove it or just point it out to me, um, or a, you know, you can, a listener can text me or email me or find me live. 
Um, I will admit to being wrong and I will correct it. So I do not want to get you wrong, give you wrong information. Um, I do not want to be a today's Democrat. <laughs> no. All right. That was an easy dig. I had to make it, had to make it, had to make it. So, all right. Thanks again for tuning in, folks. Um, you know, I, I had so much uh, I, I wanted to get into today that um, it, it's just hard to get to everything. Because this show moves so fast, and uh, and I, I want to get to as many listener comments as possible. Uh, so I'm going to try to get through a few right now. If I if I don't get to you, uh, you know, hang tight. I I'll uh, I'll try and get to you next the next show the next week. Uh, you know, we're probably going to be adding an hour to this show at some point. <laughs> So that may be a necessity. So anyway, all right, let's get, uh, let me get into this. So I have a listener who wants to know, um, what a, a constituent state is because that, that's what, uh, you know, when I was talking about St. Martin and how the Dutch side is not, uh, socialism, the French side is socialism and they call it collectivism, collectivism, socialism. Uh, the Dutch side, is uh, is known is basically what is called a const- a constituent state. Um, basically, what that is is a, is a state entity that constitutes a part of a sovereign state government. Uh, so, the Netherlands they control the island of Saint Martin, or or their ha- or their part of it. Now, the Netherlands uh, is 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 a representative. This is what they call themselves a representative parliamentary. Democracy. Okay. That's a fancy name for we're going to have a lot of control in the central government, but we're going to give you as much free market style um, democracy or so to speak, let's say, as we can without giving up the control that we want. Uh, that's basically what the Netherlands, what, what that means when you, when you have a representative, uh, parliamentary democracy. Uh, and if you don't look, folks, again, look it up for yourself. Don't take my word for it. But if you look it up, you'll find out that what the Netherlands means by that is they're, they're organized as a unit, unitary state. And a unitary state is where basically the central government has most of the power. The central federal government rules the day they they are the control and then they will put out enough so-called democracy uh so that f- there's enough free market that uh, they have a better economy than their socialistic neighbors uh but anyway they control the island of saint their part of saint martin which is considered a, cons- a a constituent state because they allow uh, people to be elected for that part of the Dutch island, and then they run it as 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 kind of a like I said as, as a sovereign state. Um, so that's what is meant by their um, by the constituent state. So good question from a listener there. So had another listener that uh, wanted to or is asking about the duty free. So basically, uh, the the island of Saint Martin is duty free because even the French side has a part of it that's duty free and and to their credit they they have some stores over there so people when you can go visit the French side and buy duty free so that definitely helps their socialistic pain so um you know I I shouldn't harp so much on them because there are people there that really really are in need of help and it's just a shame 
that they live under a government that they voted for. And uh, it's just not what was promised to them. Let's put it that way. Uh, so, so anyway, duty-free. Basically, duty-free is you can go to the island of St. Martin as a United States citizen, and you can buy a certain amount of products uh, at no tax. Uh, you have to take a passport. Uh, usually these duty-free, they're not allowed to sell to you if you if you don't have a passport showing that you're improving your United States citizen. Um, and there's a cap. They do cap it. I don't know what the cap is, so don't ask me, but I'll, I'll find out. But there, there is a cap, uh, but up to a certain limit. As a United States citizen, you can go over and you can buy things uh, duty-free or tax-free. So it's a pretty good deal. There are people that go over there and buy fancy smancy watches. And in fact, I've got a friend that bought one from St. Martin. Uh, but there are some neat deals and you can buy some neat things there and you can get it tax free. Um, now, if you're from uh, Europe, if you're from the UK or if you're from different areas, so they have rules, different rules for different parts of the, the, the world. So um, you would have to look that up. I know that as a United States citizen, you can buy tax free and you just have to have a passport and there's a cap. Uh, there's, different caps for Europeans. There's different caps for maybe uh, coming in from the a- a- Asian continent. So you would have to look that up yourself. So basically, though, they're 100% duty-free shopping. So that's what is meant by that. You can go and shop duty-free, up uh, tax-free up to an extent. So another great question from a awesome listener out there. So thank, thanks so much again for those um, that are out there listening and, and engaging in the conversation. So, okay, before this show ends, I do have to – I've got to comment on one more thing, and, and I, I probably shouldn't even get into it too much yet, right now, but, it, but I can always continue this on the next show. Um, but I, I, I have to mention what Representative Tlaib, the comments she made last week. I mean, between Cortez and Omar and Tlaib, it just never <laughs> – it never ends. Oh, I got to That is one of the best sound effects I've heard yet. That should be Tlaib sound effect whenever I mention her name. <laughs> so, um, all right. So even this, if you just take Omar and Tlaib, the stuff that's coming out, and these are the people, make no mistake, these are the people that are running the Democrat Party right now. Nancy Pelosi may be the Speaker of the House technically. She is losing control of that party, though. Um She's out running around posing for Rolling Stone magazine while Cortez, Tlaib, and Omar are running the show. And the show that they're running is pretty darn despicable because the anti-Semitism that is being part of the everyday Democrat Party right now should astound everyone. And if you're a Jewish voter out there, and you've been married to the letter D because you've been told you're Jewish and you have to vote Democrat, you need to wake the hell up. I mean, nothing. It, this just really chaps my derriere because, <laughs> as you can hear, <laughs> because if you look at today's Democrat Party, the anti-Semitism that's coming out of there, it's, 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 it's scary, it's frustrating, it should make you angry. Uh, I mean, the fact that it's coming from the United States House of Representatives is is just I can't I can't even put it in words. But let me just let me tell you why. What's got me my my latest chapped derriere. Um, so Representative Tlaib the other day said that in thinking about the Holocaust, it gives me a calming feeling. All right, folks. 
It shouldn't matter whatever else came out of her mouth after that. When you start a statement with the Holocaust gives me a calming feeling, you lose all credibility right there. I mean, and if you don't know what the Holocaust happened, then you need to go look it up. Um, and then once you look it up, and then you think about again what, what to leave. Representative, a representative in the United States House had the audacity to say that the Holocaust gives her a calming feeling. <laughs> we are not advocating that. Um, it's just frustrating, folks. It, it really is. It, 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 I mean, she had the audacity to say this. Now, this is Representative Tlaib, who not only did she say that, she also said that she supports a, a one-state solution that removes Jews, the Jewish people, from power in Israel. That This is what, again, a Democrat representative, a member of the Democrat Party, who is pretty much running the show of today's Democrat Socialist Party, said that she supports a one-state solution that removes Jews from power of Israel. Think about that, folks. So uh, the Holocaust, thinking of the Holocaust, gives her calming feelings, and she believes that there should be a one-state solution that removes the Jewish people from power in Israel. The, The home of Judaism, I mean, again, if you're a Democrat out there and you're voting Democrat, you really, 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 really need to go through some self-examination. You need to start looking and waking up and looking at this. And I'm not telling you to go run to the Republican Party, but I'm telling you, you better run away from the Democrat Party. And I don't care if that means you go to the Independent Party, you go to the Libertarian, you go through the Constitution Party, uh, which is where we should all go, uh, or or you do go for the for the Republican Party. And and in 2020, you you, you need to vote for Trump. You don't need to vote for party. Vote for the name. Uh, vote for the policy. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, so this is the kind of representatives right now that's going on and in, 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 that's sitting in the Democrat Party. So I'm going to have to end it there, but I'll get into a little bit more because she said way more than that. And I'll get into the comments that she made after the Holocaust comment because some of you are probably sitting there going, you're not telling the whole story. So don't you worry. I will tell the whole story, and we'll get into this in the next show. So you, uh, thank you for listening. You guys be back next week. Uh, we'll have lots, lots more to say. If you missed it or you want to hear more, if you want to hear it again, go to the America's Web Radio YouTube page and check us out there. So, all right, folks, thanks so much for listening. You're listening to America's Web Radio. This has been On Point with Victor. See you later. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.